Hi, this is Jim Anderson with Psalm Tree Consulting coming to you with the Biblically Focused Business Podcast. <clears throat> and today, I think I'm going to talk about blue oceans. If you don't know what blue oceans are, this is about competitive strategy. And I've always been uh, one to think a lot about competitive strategy. And as someone with an entrepreneurial mind, I've often thought about um, how to be better at that. You know, when I was when I had my um, business Anderson Network, I um, had you know been coached by an EMeth certified coach. And uh, if you've never heard of the EMeth, the EMeth is a book by Michael Gerber, <clears throat> the EMeth Revisited. And, um, you know, before I started that business, I read the book, The E-Myth, and this was way back in the early 90s. And um, I realized that, you know, even though I had a business degree, I didn't know anything about running a business. It's funny, you know, you get a business degree and you'd think that that would train you to, to uh, manage business, but it doesn't. Uh, you get some knowledge about business, but when it comes to the real world in running a business, you don't. You don't get much knowledge at all. And I think over my years of experience in business, I found that probably 99% of the people that I've come in contact with that run a business don't have any idea how to run a business. Uh, people who have, have, uh, been fortunate enough to find themselves in business are usually good at sales, but they're not good at administration and they're not good at managing money, but they're good at getting sales. And I think that, um, you know, all the time that I have worked um, as a consultant, I have mostly worked from a financial perspective because. I have run into a lot of business owners that, that, you know, they're really great at sales, but they have money problems and they need somebody to help them with their bookkeeping and their uh, financial management. And um, I would come in when they were in crisis, when they were getting, getting audited by the IRS and, oh my God, we got to start keeping our books now um, and stuff like that, you know, and, and so you know, I recognized that I had to learn. And the uh, E-Myth Mastery Program, which was the program, at least that's what it was called then, uh, was a great program to help me to implement management systems in all areas of the business. And that taught me more about business than my entire business degree. And then running the business, obviously, I learned a lot as well and they have uh, learned been learning ever since and one of the things that I think the reason why I'm not in that business anymore is one of the things that the e-myth missed was competitive strategy and that was the bugger that got me in the end um, I wasn't ready strategically I had made some serious strategic errors um, that were relatively, seemed relatively minor in 
in uh, the the perspective of being in business that you know some of that competitive stuff it really only need to be concerned about a, that unless you're you know struggling to figure out how to how to do better and you know the business was booming and then it wasn't um, and the strategic positioning that I had was good except for the industry that I was in and I didn't know um, how to be strategically smart. So, you know, I read Michael Porter's book, um, you know, Competitive Strategy, and I also um, read uh, Competitive Advantage, and I have digested a lot of that. And I think when I get into, when I develop um, the program that I have in mind to help other small business owners, I want to make that a piece of it. And, and I think that may be uh, the signature th- piece that I want to make that differentiates me because one of the pieces anyway, because this is something that is not really thought a lot about. And um, I was recently introduced to this book um, um, also on competitive strategy, which I think is a good update and a good additional information to Michael Porter's work um, is a, a book by uh, W. Chan Kim and Renee. Uh, my, I can't pronounce uh, Renee's last name, but it starts with an M. <laughs> and and uh, it's, it's a great book that, that where you think about a piece of competitive strategy and how you're going to, how you're going to, um, position yourself strategically and it's uh you know called the blue ocean and and the the latest book out is the uh, blue ocean shift and it takes the concept uh the blue ocean concept further but i highly recommend the book because this is you know we we've got to stay on top of competitive strategy and if you're going to be in business for yourself especially in a fast changing world like the internet um you've got to know how to create something that is sustainable and um that is something that takes a lot of thought and a lot of work and so, so you know, I, I, I highly recommend the book uh, because I've got to th- be thinking about that. And I think that anybody who goes into business needs to be thinking about where their blue ocean is. The, the concept is that, you know, the mar- where most pl- businesses are playing in the mar- marketplace is where they're competing with a bunch of businesses that are just like they are and, and can you know, who the, their customers really can't tell the difference between them uh, because they offer the same thing. Um, you know, like say an example of that might be, you know, gas stations, let's say. You know, gas stations compete on price. They're constantly adjusting their prices. And, um, you know, I, the, the prices don't continually drop. They go up too, you know, because it's a fluctuating market. But it is an example of a commodity business. I mean, it's like you're selling something and you have a fixed margin you can get and, and you're competing with other, other companies just like yours that are right down the street and consumers don't tell the difference. So why would they be loyal to you? They just go wherever the price is best. And this is the problem with 
a lot of businesses is they simply don't have a good competitive strategy and they don't differentiate themselves enough. Um, and of course, differentiation is just a small piece of competitive strategy. Um, but the uh, reason I think about this is that is that uh, Russell Brunson, um, it, you know, the, this this uh, uh, guy who who is the uh, the guy who puts on the one funnel away challenge, talks a lot about um, blue ocean, and he one of the ways that he's dealt with it, he says, if you can't compete on price, you can't be the lowest priced, which is a strategy, but you better have an advantage that makes that work. But um, if you can, if you can't be the lowest price, then be the highest price. You got to be different. Don't just price like everybody else does. So how do you be the highest price and be successful? Nobody's going to buy from you, right? If, if, if their competitors are going to, going to underprice you, especially significantly if you're higher than everybody else. But how do you do that? You do that by adding value. And that is what this strategy that Russell teaches uh, to do on the internet, which is becoming a very popular way to compete uh, because you can create information products for practically free from the knowledge and experience that you have as an individual and it's something that can be very unique to you. And if you have followers that like what you have to say, then they will buy from you, be, even though you charge more, because what the value that you're adding is worth more than what they're paying. So what is your blue ocean? And I have to think, what is my blue ocean? And it, you know, part of it is niching down into a market, but not too much because one of my problems with Anderson Network is I was too tightly niched in a fast-changing market and the niche that I was in practically disappeared overnight and it was too small. It was too small of a niche to be able to navigate. Um, but, uh, you know, we have to think about competition. Competition exists and win-lose scenarios you know, they're, they, they're all over the place. And, um, you know, this is not what we really bargained for when we got into business because we just thought we would get customers, but competitors can make or break us and we can play in the market and position ourselves in the market to where we have a place or we can be butting up against somebody and they're going to fight back. Um, but if we're going to create growth and we're going to create new jobs and uh, we're going to have success in our businesses, we need to um, we need to realize that we've got to find a place in the market where we fit and that becomes the place we own. Um, we want to create a larger market. So. You know, blue oceans are less about disrupting the market and more about non-disruptive creation in the market. Um, so where we gain, it doesn't have to come at the expense of others. Um, but uh, one guy told me once about um, about this, though, that where he was thinking in that in, in those terms, and he would say, you know, I throw rocks into the red ocean. And, um, 
and and then uh, I get their attention and I get some of those people to come to the blue ocean where I'm at um, and the way he throws rocks at uh, in the red ocean is he disrupts some of those um, ideas that in the in the that are in the red ocean that are accepted um, and I might think of an example that comes to mind is job hunting for a traditional job. It's such a freaking red, uh, red ocean uh, in the job market that it's really, really hard. And it's getting harder and harder to find a regular job because the traditional job market is disappearing. And that's a red ocean. So, you know, throwing a rock in a red ocean might be, hey, um, Red, you know, these traditional jobs no longer exist. And and uh, when somebody says go get a job, you ain't going to find one. And so don't look for a, a, a traditional job. Create your own job. And when you when you take a different attitude like that, and it bucks the the trend where everybody says, you know, you, you've got to get a steady job, um, then that disrupts people and it gets their attention. And it's kind of like the hook of the hook story offer. You get their attention and now you got to draw them in with your story. So um, that's kind of the idea. Um, but it's also, it's not intended to be disruptive. It, um, you have to figure out how to translate your aspirations into action and your intention into reality. Um, so, you know, the blue ocean idea is a roadmap that can shift your perspective and free your imagination and allow you to suspend your beliefs to the limits of what you are used to. So you can create new possibilities that is required to go to a blue ocean, because the reason the blue ocean is blue is because the sharks don't know there's food over there. They think there's not. And that's why it's a blue, still a blue ocean. And um, so we need to have that confidence in in your ability to transcend um, what the typical traditional thinking is and move into new possibilities and see things the way other people don't see them. Um, so I highly recommend um, the blue ocean shift. Uh, you know, that to encourage you as an entrepreneur, and I need to be thinking more about that as well as I'm beginning to develop my business. Um, it's a, I think it's a, it's a great concept and we need to, to um, continue to innovate in this country. And we have tremendous opportunity today to, to uh, innovate and, and, you know, the business, the way business is done today, it's, it's changed. It's a new model. Um, it's, uh, it, it is done in a way that we've never thought of before. And the people who are not tied down by traditional thinking are the ones that are being successful. And, surprise surprise it's the younger generation that has has been finding these new areas and these new ways to make money and in fact figuring out 
how to make an opportunity like an Uber driver turn into a lucrative job. And that's not easy. And it takes very innovative type thinking to, to figure out how to do that. And it's not, you know, obviously it's not making money from Uber, but it's using that as a platform to um, make money in other ways. And, and it includes the internet and the internet is piece of that. And the internet needs to be a piece of every business that's out there. And I know I'm going a little longer than usual, but this is, I think, the thing, one of the things that drives me is the fact that I have been forced um, to, to think differently because I have had such a hard time finding traditional work and uh, I'm highly skilled. I have a lot to offer, but nobody wants to pay for it, um, at least not in the traditional job market. Uh, they want what they want is different than what I have to offer. So I have to I have to figure out where I am valued. And I think um, you know anyone who owns a business needs to know and needs to learn from other people with experience. And I do bring a lot of experience. I also bring a very forward thinking mind. I'm very optimistic about the future. I've always have been, even though things have been tough. Um, and, and so I believe that, um, you know, if those who are going to be successful in the, in the future are going to be the ones that are figure out how to leverage the internet. And I, and I believe that, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you are thinking about following in my footsteps and, and trying to create, you know, a side hustle job, um, business, whatever, and you can do it. You can, you absolutely can do it. And, um, and I think that it's probably imperative for your long-term success to be able to make this shift and find out where your blue ocean is and in, in, on the internet. And, um, I think that the, you know, one of the best ways that you can do that right now is, to you know, take a look at my tipfunnel.com website and start learning how to become an affiliate. You don't have to have a product or anything. All you have to do is start learning how to market on the internet. That's the key to success on the internet is learning how to market. And then once you can sell products on the internet, now you can create your own products and make a whole lot more money. And um, and you can also make a difference. And you can. Um, you know, you can take what's unique about you and sell it and help other people and change other people's lives. And, uh, you know, we need to do that. And we, you know, and I believe in the American dream and I believe, you know, it's not really so much alive anymore, but I believe it's a good thing. And, uh, um, so with that said, I think I'll stop rambling, but, you know, let's do this. Let's follow, follow along with me. And, um, you know, I want to bring people along with me. I want to help people create their own jobs. And so with that said, I guess I'll talk to you again tomorrow.